Hey guys, Darren here. Happy 2018. Happy New Year's. This is going to be an insane year. Got loads of fresh audio content coming your way here on the Supernaturalist podcast show, as well as the Supernaturalist radio show. So let's make sure that we are able to stay connected. Um, find me on social. My handle is the same across all the platforms. It's the Darren Stott. So facebook.com forward slash the Darren Stott, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Periscope, it's at the Darren Stott. The other thing would be to make sure that you subscribe and review this podcast on iTunes. Um, reviews are the word of mouth for podcasts. So you can give it one star. That means that you think it's kind of lame or you can give it five stars. And that means that you think this thing is really off the chain. So if you would do that, um, that'd be incredible. And then last but not least, if you subscribe to this thing, that'll just ensure that all the latest podcast audio automatically downloads onto your audio device, whether that be your mobile uh, phone or a tablet or your desktop computer. So subscribe, whether that be on iTunes or SoundCloud, create a shortcut to get you to the iTunes, just go to thedarrenshow.com and that'll redirect you to iTunes. So I think we got all the logistics um, taken care of there. Super excited about this audio. Um, when we were in uh, Maricopa, Arizona at Shiloh Church, um, we did a session that was televised. Perhaps you saw that where I brought this message on uh, revival being personal. Well, this audio content is special in that it wasn't streamed. This comes to you live from the Red Room. This is an intimate atmosphere that's not a studio. It's got a lot of hard services. It's crammed full of people, uh, no sound system. And I get to basically deliver this message of revival being personal. And there's just something about this um, session that's very special. It's very intimate. There's a lot of interaction um, from the people there. And I think that there's just a very special anointing and you won't be able to find this content anywhere, but right here on the Supernaturalist uh, podcast show. So again, the topic here is revival is personal and hopefully this is the perfect podcast to launch you into 2018. Well, with all that being said, let's go right here, right now on the Supernaturalist podcast show. Connecting, equipping, and promoting emerging supernaturalists. And I just want to say that uh, Francisco is a, v you're all special, you know, you know, you're all, you're all, you're all the father's favorite. Right. Okay. Right. But then there's Francisco. I told our team, he's one of, he's one of two, there, there are pastors. Okay. And then there are, then there are pastors. Francisco's. Pastor. I mean, <laughs> when I hang out with him, I find myself repenting. I'm like, like he's one of two guys that I'm just like. When I hang out with them, they just they they they. Uh, G, it was Jesus who said, uh, "Hey, Peter." Peter's like, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, Jesus, is like you love me, and he's like, "Yeah," and Jesus is like, "Then I need you to feed my sheep." Uh, you got it, Lord. Okay, let's go. <laughs> hey, Peter. <sighs> and you know the story, right? Uh, 
look at here's here's someone who loves Jesus and and it and, and you can and you can taste and see that through the fruitfulness of Francisco's love for people and I and I and I just say dude it's just an honor to, to like call you a friend and just to know that we're in this for the next 30 40 years and then we'll retire and we'll and we'll vacate together and lay on beaches and and, and make fun of the kids that are trying to do what we did <laughs> all right so we don't have a lot of time so I just want to dive into some stuff with you guys really quick and let me just say again it's such a super honor to be um, here in the red room. So let's go. Um, Luke uh, 4. Uh, if, you have, if you have Bibles, Luke 4. Um, and then we're going to look at verses 16 um, to 21. So Luke 4, um, 16 uh, to 21. And I want to talk about revival this morning. You guys good with that? Yeah. All right. Um, j- just, just declare this with me. Revival, revival is personal. Is personal. And, uh, and here's what that means. It means that Um, That the manifestation of Christ Jesus as to how it's playing out on the earth through your daily contribution is radically personal. It's radically intimate. And it's really, really important that we don't um, that we don't frame out revival according to a specific pattern that happened in the 90s or in the history books, because um, revival is Jesus. It's that intimate connection between your heart and the heart of the father and then how that's playing itself out practically on the face of the earth. It's so important that we don't categorize revival in the same way that a corporation values a stock by a certain amount of, by, by its footprint. Uh, the Lord spoke to John just this last week um, and showed him a footprint in the, in the sand. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a large footprint, but it went deep. And the Lord says, it's not the size of the foot, it's the weight on the foot that makes that makes the footprint. There's weight on that word about weight on the foot. And so we've got to stop looking at our size. We've got to stop, stop looking at, um, at, at how many friends we have on Facebook or how many friends we actually have even in the natural. Okay? And we need to look at the weight of his glory on our life and how we're stewarding that and walking it out practically between our heart and his heart. So just declare with me right now. Just say revival. revival. It's personal. It's personal. And, and, and here's what that means. We don't get to blame someone else for the lack of revival and its application in our region or in our home. Yeah, that means that people in our assembly, they don't get to blame Pastor Darren for a lack of revival in our context because we are a community and we are collaborating. Our hearts are knit together. The place of the of the, of the wine, one mind in one heart and it's not the mind of Darren that's framing up our community. It's the mind of Christ yeah. that we're pulling on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I want to go a different direction. I got to stay focused. So let's... <laughs> <laughs> Let us go to the word, beloved. All right. So Luke 4, um, verse 16. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up, as was his custom. So he went to the, he went to the place where people knew him. And how many know that it's, it's, it, that's, the diffi- the, that's the most difficult place to do what God's called you to do? Yeah. Is to be with family and friends. Yeah? Yeah, it's like, hey guys, honestly, this, this is easy for me. You know where it's difficult? In Seattle. <laughs> so Jesus went 
like Jesus began his ministry with his friends and his family. Why? Because revival is personal. Ministry is personal. It begin it, it it begins okay at home. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So he went to Nazareth, as was his custom. He and then he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and uh, and, and you guys know that this is the launching point. This is the very beginning of Jesus's ministry, right? And uh, so, like, if you were to look at the previous chapter, if you were to skip back a chapter on the DVD. Where do you find Jesus? In, in the desert being tempted by Satan. Right. So, hey, so previously, previously in the life of Jesus, <laughs> like the day before, Jesus is in a desert with a talking snake or whatever that looked like, trying to tempt him. So guess what? Um, oftentimes, just before awakening, just before revival, that is your point of greatest resistance. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah, some of you didn't get that. Just before awakening, just before revival, is that moment you want to quit? Is that moment you want to give up? Is that moment when Satan is there saying, did God really say? It's that moment when, you, when the enemy's coming to say, hey, hey, if you do this, I'll give you what you want. If you do this, I will promote you. There's the Father's way, or I can come and help you out with this. That's what the enemy is coming and telling Jesus. Yep. So that's what happened just before Jesus comes into the temple. Ah, oh, this is this is so this is so this is so epic. So so Jesus just came um, out of the, the the craziest, most intense part of his life up to up to date, and um and uh, and, and he comes into the temple, and it says. He goes into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and he stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. And he unrolled the scroll. (laughs) Because that's how ministry, that's how your ministry, that's how revival, that's how awakening always happens. Revival is personal. Yeah. Yep, and it's in your scroll. Yeah. It's part of who you are. It's part of your identity. And so here's Jesus. He unrolls the scroll, and this is the begin. Ah, this is I, I, I like it. I like it. Like this is this is just for maybe this isn't for you, but I but but, but I'm about to eat some scrolls all up in here. I, I, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, just go and just just receive his presence, right? Because his presence is just here. And we we call this drinking. It's just it's the act of coming into agreement and receiving. And yeah, hey. All right, a spoonful of sugar will help the medicine go down. All right. All right, check it out. He enrolled. He enrolls. Guys, let's pay attention here. All right, he, 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 <laughs> he uh, rolls the scroll, and then this is what he says. Are you ready? He says, now he's reading the prophet Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. <laughs> because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives, the recovering of the sight to the blind, to set liberty to those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And then he rolled it up, and he gave the scroll back, and then he sat down, and the eyes of the synagogue were fixed on him. Everybody was looking at him. 
In verse 21, he sat down and said, Did you read all that? Did you hear all that? This is what Jesus says. When I was saying the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me, you've all read this text a million times. We all know this text. But this is what Jesus says. Today it's different. Because today it's personal. Did you hear all that text? This is what Jesus said. This is what Jesus said. All that? It's about me. And the place. You could feel the tent. The, whole, the place. The whole place got triggered in a moment. Jesus was a millennial. <laughs> He's like, it's all about me. And, all, and the, the other generation, the other generation said, yeah, I'm telling you. The other generations, they're like, who is this young guy? He, what man? Who, who is this young guy? He's narcissistic. He thinks that he thinks that the word is all about him. And Jesus took that scroll and he said, "This is all about me because that is that is the message of sunshine." And Jesus said that the whole place is triggered. And Jesus is like, <laughs> and he got all of his disciples, got all his boys up there, the twelve of them. And then he took a selfie of himself with all of his disciples. And then all the triggered out people behind him. And they're like, hashtag the beginning. The ministry of Jesus. The ministry of Jesus. Because it's personal, your name matters. Just declare that right now. My name matters. Absolutely. Um, for us, our name was Seattle Revival Center because we had a history of revival. Okay? So the Lord came to me in 2016 and said, You're doing local church well, but I've called you to be a revival center. This is what the Lord was saying. Hey, you're doing local church well. That's great. You're feeding my sheep. You love me. You're loving people. But you've forgotten about your name. You've forgotten about your identity. Now, I hope it's okay if I say this, but it was actually Patricia that asked me, Hey, Darren, um, have you ever heard of a nameless, faceless revival? And I said, No, I don't think I have. She goes, That's because there's never been one. Do you want to know why? Because names are God's idea. And we got something that happened in the 80s where it said that if you want to be used by God, then you have to disappear. The problem is the church disappeared. We lost our influence. We lost our power. We lost our might. It took 20 years before the church all of a sudden realized maybe we should be in Hollywood instead of cursing Hollywood. It took 20 years before the church said maybe we should get back into mathematics since that is God's idea. And you know, maybe it took 20 years before we started to re-engage in science. And we're just now trying to catch up. Why? Because we believed the lie that our name doesn't matter. And we started establishing ministry names so that we could hide behind a ministry name so so that we wouldn't have to use our name. Your name matters. And the, and the Lord said, what's your name? It's Seattle Revival Center. And the Lord's like, uh, yeah, okay, so do that. And I, said, and I said, I don't even know what that means. So we retreated and we started planning. We started preparing. And the Lord honored that planning and preparing. But He didn't honor our timeline. Because Daniel Company shouldn't have happened for another five years. Instead, we gave birth to something that was a five-year plan 
We gave birth about six months later. Why? Because as you delight yourself in the Lord, He gives to you the desires of your heart. Just declare, my name matters. Why does your name matter? I'll tell you, because within your name is your power, it's your reputation, it's your authority. To the degree that biblically, when somebody's power, reputation, and authority was so marred by their past, the Lord had to come in and establish a new name to testify of the new kindness reality that they were. There had to be such an identity change. There had to be such a cutting off from the past. And, and, the, and the previous roles that, that, that previous players played, that the Lord says, no, you are such, you are such a new person that I got to give you a whole new name change because with that is, is coming a whole flip up, a pattern interrupt in your reputation and your power and your authority. And I'm reestablishing you. I am planting you. I am promoting you. Your name matters. Stop trying to hide. You were lied to in the 80s. You were told, told that if you would decrease, the Holy Spirit would increase. But the truth is you decrease and everything else decreased with you. It's time for you to hear the word arise and shine and let the glory of the Lord come up within you. Because we've been told a lie regarding what humility is. We've been told that if you serve some, you know, we've been told that humility is serving somebody else's vision and letting your vision die. That's not humility. That's religion. And for some people, that's manipulation. Trying to use a value to get to a certain kind of outcome. No, you come into your identity. You love the Lord. You love each other. And as you come into the fullness of Christ Jesus, all those people that your heart is linked with, all those people that you're honoring and that you're in covenant relationship with, as Darren engages with his destiny, all of a sudden, uh, Francisco begins to come up into his thing. And as Francisco begins to engage with his destiny, it inspires courage and faith and hope. And we are synced up because our hearts are synced up. And as you come into your thing, I'm not getting jealous of you. I'm not trying to reduce you. I'm not trying to talk trash on you. I am celebrating you because as you are doing you, I am coming up into a new place because of this grace that we are tribe, we're linked up, we're synced up, your name absolutely matters. This thing is personal. Revival and awakening. I'm not yelling at you, I'm yelling with you this one. All right. <laughs> so I started, so, so we kind of framed this whole thing up. And we did, a, we did a three-day conference. The Lord started breaking out in San Diego, West Coast Rumble Award. Um, they did a three-day conference. Jeremy Nelson, Miranda Nelson. There's went from three days to, to six days to 12 days. Now they're at 500-plus days. It, 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 it didn't end. In Seattle, went three days, six days, 12 days, two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks. And we're going on a, on a year and a half. Um, we've been doing, on, on, on average right now, uh, six six meetings a week if you count what we're hosting with Daniel Company on with our chapels on Friday mornings and, and everything else it's not about it's not about frequency That's right. and it's not about our model it's about identity yeah. yeah we can do one meeting we can do three meetings we can do five meetings but when I thought I ruined the West Coast Rumble I thought I screwed the whole thing up I'll tell you that God was moving in the meeting I thought I had a word I thought, I'm going to get up and give this word. I got up and I gave this word. And it's like the whole meeting just went, <laughs> And there I stood and I thought, I, I just ruined the move of God. We're like in day four or five of extended meetings right in a row. 
and it was just like it was the end of the night and it was like everything was going so good and then Darren killed it and I was sitting there repenting on the front row of the church with just this such a heavy heart and the Lord said to me I love you but who do you think you are (laughs) you think you have the ability to ruin what I'm about to do in Seattle and the west coast And you know what that did? It took a lot of pressure off of me. Because all of a sudden I realized that we had a corporate identity for revival. And that it wasn't a mystic, it wasn't a mystic um, sensitive wind. That if, if, that if in a second we offended, it would be done. We had a name. We had a call. We had a, a, a testimony, a story that was written in eternity past. And now by his grace and his kindness... We get to partner with Him because we don't deserve what we're getting to do with the Lord. It's by His grace. It's by His grace that you begin to engage with the testimony of Jesus that was written for your life in eternity past. It's in the past. It's in the future. How do you know it's in the future? Because the prophets are telling you, there's more for you. There's more for you. There's more for you. And then you say yes. You say yes to your name. You say yes to your story. You say yes to your destiny and to your life purpose. And all of a sudden, before you know it, you're running. But you're not running alone anymore. Now you're running in the context of community. And you're running with other dreamers. You're running with other people who value who they are. It's not exclusive. It's inclusive. It's all who are broken. All who are weary. All who need a father. All who need a mother. All who need a family. Yeah, let the poor come and buy. Yeah, let the naked come and be clothed. That we're stepping in, executing justice. We are the righteous, loving mercy, doing justice, walking humbly before our God. And that is the context of revival. That is awakening. It's not more meetings, okay? It's a company of people that say, yes, I believe in who I am and what God has called me to do, that I am loved and therefore I can love others who wants to run with the testimony of Christ Jesus on the earth. Yeah? Yeah? I mean, you say my name matters, matters. and my story matters. matters. Now, listen, your authority is in your story. So you don't need new revelation to sell new books. Because if you haven't walked it out, you haven't lived it, it's not going to have the authority in other people's lives yet. Yeah? It might, you know, it might get you on Sid Roth, but it's going to be limited in its fruit because it'll be conceptual. It's just a hypothesis. But look at your past. That's where the gold is. There's so much gold in your story. And so, therefore, but my story, the, 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 it's 20 years old. It's 30, it's 40 years old. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. And that there are keys for breakthrough in your story. So it's time to begin to start telling your story. I tell my story all the time. Hey, I do, I do it at the Chamber of Commerce meetings in our city. It doesn't matter. Well, Darren, you're, you're a pastor. Yep, I'm a pastor. So my grandpa was a pastor of this church. My dad was a pastor of this church. I said I would never be the pastor of that church. I never wanted to. And I continue, I tell my story, there's authority in the story, it releases hope, it releases opportunity, there's authority in the story. Absolutely. But remember that your testimony isn't just your past. It's the testimony of Christ Jesus, which is actually in the future. So where you, where you can only help people out 
externally with your past victories, you can step, you can be helped out personally by accessing your future victories and pulling those into the present. Are you struggling with depression? Well, the future you isn't. That's the testimony of Christ Jesus. And they overcame the enemy with the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. So I might not be able to help you out with your depression, but the future testimony of Christ Jesus in my life, I can pull that future me into the present and by His grace begin to walk out in victory. And then, once I have a proven track record of walking in the joy of the Lord, then I can tell that story and begin to help you out. All right. We don't have a lot of time. You say, my name matters. My story matters. It's your past story. It's your future story. It really matters. Absolutely. And the last thing is your purpose matters. Just to clarify, my purpose matters. Absolutely. And that means that we've got to start being far more intentional to discover our daily contribution with the kingdom and not seeing our careers as an enemy to the kingdom, but seeing how our career integrates with the kingdom agenda and until the kingdom of God takes, uh, takes priority over our careers and begin to integrate, we will never begin to change Maricopa. We'll never begin to change Phoenix like the Lord has called us to. So you are a full-time minister. It's time to get a revelation that revival is personal and revival uh, uh, is corporate and revival can't just be played out in meetings like this. We need to see our personal revival integrating within the culture and within the society. Let us make a this is I can't put this on you but this is this is this is a promise I've made to the Lord I refuse to do reformation outside of his presence therefore I cannot have reformation without revival lest I become part of some sort of elitist kind of thing that says if you're not important if you don't have a job if you don't have a lot of followers on Facebook you can't be a part you just serve me I gotta have revival because revival is Jesus, and revival says I'm leaving the 99 to go after the one insignificant. Revival is look at all these impressive brothers, but there's another one, isn't there? Yeah. There's a there's another one that's that's ruddy and stubby and hasn't hit puberty yet. Where's he at? Right. Oh, that's just David. Yeah, that's the one I want. Right. I've got to have revival and reformation. The two should be married. That's what we're going after. We need you. We need you. The kingdom is in need of you. It's it's time to report. It's time to check in. It's time to say, Captain, here I am. Let's go. General, here I am. Let's go. Here I am. With all my stuff, with all my wounds, with all my scars, with all my imperfection, but I know it's by your grace. I have a name. I have power. I have authority. I have a reputation. It's all in Christ. I'm not breaking into myself. It's all by his grace. It's my name. It's my story. It's my purpose. I am valuable. I am important. And I will engage. I'm going to stop hiding behind something else and someone else. And I'm going to check in. I'm going to be a part of what God is doing on the earth. And I love what Joshua Mills said. He said this right at the very beginning of 2016. If you want to be a part of what God is doing on the earth, all you have to say is yes. And that means that you say revival is personal and God, I'm available. And if that's you, then God's going to radically use you. He's going to shock you. He's going to awe you. He's going to surprise you. So it's a good time to be alive. Amen? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, let's stand. Just go ahead and put up your hands real, real high. Just say, God, I'm available. God, I'm available. God, I, I, I'm going to be real. <laughs> I am going to be available. And 
I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to be patient. I'm not clocking out. I might be retiring in the natural, but I'm refiring in the spirit. I'm coming up into a new level. Thank you, Lord, for my identity. I praise you, Lord, for my story. And I thank you, Lord, for my destiny. I'm going to step into it. Amen? Amen. Amen. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Hey, listen, that's awesome, right? Come on, let's give the Lord a hand. Thank you, Jesus.